0: I'm Anna, and I'm Kayleen, and we're entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs, a podcast by two gay idiots navigating owning and operating their own businesses in the midst of end stage capitalism. I would like to give you a warm welcome to making it through the second season. So wow!
1: I'd like to give ourselves a round
0: of applause. (laughs) for making it to the
1: second <laughs> season we have uh remained remarkably consistent uh yeah we
0: are it's impressive. we are somehow
1: still alive
0: <laughs> yeah there are some close and calls and producing there.
1: and producing podcasts so art that's cool. you could say we're art. producing
0: art we're so. audio art yeah you're welcome mm-hmm. um so through it all uh, we're just going to do a reflection period like we did for the first time. Yeah. Of just kind of what went through, like, how the, I guess now we can compare how the second season was different from the first season. Um, I feel like honestly, we
1: have, yeah, we have gone a, a little off the rails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> less, yeah, uh, le, let's, even... our, our business advice has gotten a lot less traditional. <laughs> As we talk about timeline jumping. And invest in Duracell batteries. <laughs> we should invest in generators.
0: Cause the world's ending. Get you some MREs yeah, just feel, in case.
1: I feel like we just le- we just went you like, oh hey, you know that like one episode we had on like woo-woo and apocalypse magic? Well guess what? That's our show now. That's our show. That's the whole show. <laughs> That's how, who we are as people now. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I'm surprised I don't too. run
1: my business with just a pendulum and a dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I think we definitely. I mean, we've been through some real serious shit. Uh, that happened about like what a little like a little bit m- before the midpoint
0: of the season. <laughs> like, God, when you put it like that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was like what we episode started on? The, we started um, in
1: august and mm-hmm. then at the end of august is when ida hit mm-hmm. and that's just like i came out yeah. of that yeah i don't know we said that we um wanted to to do when we when we ended season one we said that our dream for season two was to have more guest stars and instead we just developed additional personalities
0: and became different people but so. here's my question listeners are you not entertained
1: are you listening, though? <laughs> if you're look. listening. Please tell us, tell us how. Please tell us how or why. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if we have. I don't know if this if the core group that started is still here. But uh, if you are, please let us know. Yeah. Um, we definitely. I mean, honestly, we're very bad at tracking our analytics. Um, we could be broadcasting to no one, but I think we'd still just, be
0: entertained. We're screaming into the void at this point, but I am yeah. having a great time and. It's uh, you know, if anybody wants to know my personality more, Kayleen's personality more, here you go. Here's the yep. vessel. Um, if there's yep. and if there's one thing that I am learning right now, in especially this past week, I have never had a u- unique experience in my life.
1: Oh, so, absolutely. It's nothing. Everybody, is niche. yeah. No, we're all everybody. Even the even those of us who think that we're like little rebels. Uh, counterculture, mm-hmm. etc. cetera, etc. cetera. copy et cetera. Paste, bitch. You're just a copy-paste. Yeah, paste. yeah. You are not original. Uh, yeah, I saw one the other day, like, about, like, a very specific song. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've had that exact experience. And now it's a meme. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not special. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because it's god. just like, it, the, the more, honestly, the more niche you go, the more copy paste it gets, right?
1: Yeah, because um, you've got
0: fewer, you've got
1: f- fewer source material to work from. Literally, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. So, yeah, season two uh, has been quite a journey um, we're, we're very different people, I think, than we were in August. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, and I think we've also both just, like, I think our businesses have also, I don't, I don't know, I, I can't speak for you, I can speak for me, but I feel like I'm, my business is doing great. Mm-hmm. I'm super fucking busy and I'm very, very tired right now. Um, and I really feel like I'm in the thick of it and this shit. I didn't even, I had a, I had a really bad day at work yesterday. Like, shit went, shit got, shit tanked. Mm-hmm. Um. But I don't. But I still feel like uh, things are going really well overall, and that my business, uh, my businesses, are in better places than they have been ever. So
0: yeah, 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 definitely. I am starting this journey uh, into corporate wellness, which signed me the fuck up. Very yeah. excited about Deep that. Deep pockets. Deep pockets. <laughs> Deep pockets, and I. I am fake guru, so let me mm-hmm. fake guru you.
1: <laughs> nothing, fa- nothing faker than an HR wellness program. <laughs>
0: it's, it's fine. They'll never listen to this. <laughs> That's the thing about Wears. podcasts. Weird. They, you're yeah. never, you're just screaming no. into the void. And honestly, like, I, I make this joke all the time. You're just half listening, listeners. I know you're not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you, you're, listening. you're doing
1: your dishes or something. It's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I'm really proud of the growth that has happened this this, this season. It, it really has. Yeah, it's been, like, eight weeks. Yeah. Um, and it's been wild. It's, been, it's just been so wild. And I don't think either of us could have predicted it f- falling this way, happening no. this way, coming together this way. But Mm-mm. we're just like whole ass different people. Um, and, it, and it's glad. And I'm really glad, honestly, because even if nobody listens to this, I'm happy to have this archived for me. Yeah, I feel like
1: we're both at really interesting and important parts of our lives, Mm -hmm. and honestly it gives us an excuse to touch base and be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. For a, you know, an hour and a half every week. So, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, um, yeah, it's fun, and and y'all are in for a treat because Kayleen gets funnier the more tired and stressed she is. So, when yeah. you were chatting earlier, she just yeah. didn't miss a beat. Yeah, like, she, yeah, Adam was
1: like, "Oh man, you know that you're at the top of your game when you're traumatized and exhausted." <laughs> yeah,
0: and she's like, "God dang, how oh, is she so good?" But yeah, well, I forgot, she shines. She shines under pressure. It's
1: God. Um, yeah, I will say that, uh, last night, one of the things that I felt, found very flattering is, like, like I said, it was a really, it was a really tough event night, and a lot of shit went wrong, and it was, like, kind of like a slow-motion car wreck. It's, like, and, like, I've had those nights before, especially in food service, but it's been a really long time since I've had something where we just, like, got totally in the weeds and took a long time to, like, right itself, and, um... But one of the the managers of the venue I was at was just like, I just really want to, like, commend you for how, like, calm and together and how you're handling this. And I'm like, well, what's going to do anybody if I freak the fuck out and melt down? Like, am I gonna Is any is anything going to be fixed by me yelling at anyone mm-hmm. or freaking out? No, we just got to
0: figure we just got the only way out is through. I feel so like we that's a very common cancerian tree. I feel like. Yeah the astrology loves to portray y'all as cryberry babies but like no like i feel like cancers in times of crisis can be so pragmatic and just like no obviously this what's you this is what you need to do i feel like you know um maybe the emotional stuff comes out of like not being stimulated and bored but like when a cancer's in crisis y'all are like no obviously this is it you know yeah I yeah, I feel like
1: emotional emotional stuff that like I mean honestly we just hurt our own feelings. Like <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah, it's more that's more about personal stuff and interpersonal relationships, I think, than mm-hmm. uh, but like yeah, no, we we handle crises. Like we're the moms, we're the moms mm-hmm. of the zodiac. Like you can't you, you got to like you just got to deal with it. You got to figure it out. Do you So, anyway. All right. Let's do our tarot time. All right, it's tarot time. I grabbed the first deck I saw, which is uh, the Fyodor Pavlov deck, which is the deck that we started with um, on our very first episode. So, um, let's see. This is going to come out, again, kind of real time, mid-November. We are deep into Scorpio season. Um, Let's get horny, mysterious, and sad. What does... The tarot have to say for the collective for this coming week. Ah, the Hierophant. hmm Mmm. I'm happy to see that card. Yeah, I have. We. I mean, I think people have mixed feelings about the Hierophant card. But sorry, everyone, if you hear one of my cats wailing like a banshee in the background, I promise you he's well taken care of and fed. He's just an asshole. Anyway, the Hierophant... It's my boyfriend. That's her boyfriend. He's just... He just wants attention. Um, the Hierophant is... Kind of represents, like, structure, old ways, tradition, um... Uh, also kind of, like, mentorship and, like, opportunities to learn... Uh, a tra- a tradition or a trade. sometimes it can represent structure in the way that like you kind of and tradition in the way that you kind of have to like rub up against those things in ways that don't always feel super comfortable. Um, that can feel a little bit oppressive. Um, but it also can represent learning opportunities like uh, sometimes you got to know the rules in order to break them is kind of how I like to look at it but it's mm-hmm. also important like some maybe it's this is a good opportunity to like seek out a mentor or seek out a guide uh, someone who can teach you something uh, even if you don't take all the lessons you'll probably be able to take uh, something good out of it so mm-hmm. yeah what do you like about the Hierophant
0: um I feel like the Hierophant it's that nice taurisian energy yeah so I always kind of feel comforted by that, because um, yeah. I just feel like Taurus is so boring and lovely and cozy. Yeah. But like, and the, Taurus yeah, like the, is not drama. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like the hero Tor- fan yeah. is so calm Yeah, the hero fan, comforting. calm,
1: stuck in their ways, much like a Taurus is. You're not going to see a lot of, like, spontaneity, um, but that can be very, like comforting and soothing when you need it to be if if you just need something that can help you stay grounded Mm -hmm. um so yeah this is here to yeah but yeah it's boring it's not glamorous um it's not gonna but it is like important to uh to get a good foundation under you regardless of whether you're gonna play by those rules or not Mm -hmm. yeah set the table. We are serving the main dish. Oh gosh, all my cats are insane.
0: Okay. Let's get into Thank it. for them. Okay, so I think we should title this episode like accidentally viral. Um, and, and I just want to say that like viral has such a Different. It's such a personal thing of like what some people think is viral and what others don't. You know, because it's, it's a just matter kind of, of scale. Me, like yeah, to me, it's just like an influx of attention from the internet that you would have not have received otherwise. Right. <laughs> um, something that's quite a bit significantly more different than your average online social engagement activity. Um, I think, Kayleen, you it can start with your experience but um yeah okay. so I, yeah. my um my brush with a uh, virality
1: uh has happened fairly recently so um, I guess people who follow me on my personal account can kind of, on personal Instagram can kind of follow along but uh, this is wider context um, you guys have heard us talk about uh, Hurricane Ida which hit New Orleans um, and the southern Louisiana on August 29th of 2021 on the exact anniversary of Hurricane Katrina and caused some pretty intense damage including the fact that like most of the people of New Orleans, uh, were without power for um, uh, a week or more. I personally didn't have power for ten days. We're still dealing with the lasting impacts of um, what that has done to our like uh, municipal waste system. Like we were dealing with a trash crisis for a long time. Uh, there are parts of uh, Louisiana that have only just recently got their power back. Like it's it was it's been a pretty devastating wow. experience, um, and. Um, I was here the whole time, and I was on the ground the whole time, and I, um, you know, uh tried to engage in a lot of mutual aid honestly for the very like community is very important to me but honestly for the selfish reason of like if you're busy and you're helping people and you have a task it's a lot easier to distract yourself from the fact that like it's 95 degrees out and you don't have any power and um everything's hot and miserable and the your home is crumbling around you um, and the, that lead, you know, that your community leaders, uh, and your, uh, national leaders aren't doing shit at, you know, you have to rely on your neighbors. Um, so one of the things that popped up probably like a week in, I can't, I don't, I don't know what, I, I, I haven't, I don't remember the date. It was all, the whole experience is really just like a big blur, um. All of a sudden, um, this was around, it, it had to have been a, at least a few days in because everybody seemed to have had better cell service by then. Um, I saw a friend of mine who is uh, who lives here, who is local, but who is a f- uh, photography correspondent. She's a photographer for the New York Times. She's like one of their Southern Louisiana correspondent, um, and she posted on Instagram this picture that immediately. was just like instantly captivating and it was a dumpster full of debris full of with a blue tarp which if anyone knows anything about hurricanes like blue tarps are what we use to tarp roofs like um and there are like it's it's like a very much a signifier of like a hurricane experience um in a pink dumpster, which is a very New Orleans thing, there's a local uh, demolition company called Demo Diva, and she has hot pink dumpsters, um, and uh, an alligator tail, just going right over the side of it. So, and it's like a big. It's tail. a big tail. It's a sizable alligator. You're like, you look at it and you're like, what the fuck happened here? Like, how is there a dead alligator in a dumpster? What? Um, So she posted that picture. She shares, like, a few of her photographer friends all went out together. Another photographer who, like, is a local news photographer posts a picture of of the same image, but, like, with a... Uh, a hibiscus flower rested on top of it and like you just like look at it and it's like instantly striking and it's inter- instantly like representative of like the whole experience that this entire city is going through right now of like yeah we are all we are all the alligator on the trash heap of the country right now mm-hmm. like we are all just like this It's it's it was just like straight and everybody the, like is like so how did it get there? Like, what happened? Why is there an alligator? Like, there's every, you just have instantly questions and questions and questions.
0: And people who aren't from in New Orleans, like, you don't see alligators like a ton. Yeah. Just, you know, like, maybe in the bayou, but like. Yeah, and like. It's kind of a concrete
1: town. Yeah, like, sometimes... I feel like I saw more alligators in Florida than I do in, in New Orleans. Like, mm-hmm. more I'm like, oh, yep, it's an yeah. alligators in somebody's bath... In somebody's uh in somebody's uh, hot tub. Like, fuck. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but, yeah, you don't see them, like, out and about. They're, like, especially... And this was a neighborhood uptown, which is, like, a bougie part of the city. Um, and this was so... More and more came out, you realize, that um, I also found out that the person who put the hibiscus flower on the Alligators of Tribute was the woman who owns Demolition Diva, the company that owns it. Like, she had come out because someone reported it, and so she put the flower on it. And anyway, I saw it, I saw this picture, and I just was instantly like, I want that as a tattoo. Like, I was just like, this is just Mm -hmm. so... Beautiful. It's such a beautiful image. Like, it's so poetic and symbolic and confusing and weird and just like representative of right now and how I feel and how so many other people I know feel. Um, it's hard, like, I don't know, it's hard to tell this story it, knowing that a lot of people aren't going to get the context, but just, like, it was an image that resonated with me very strongly, and I think that's really the most important thing to know.
0: Well, what did you What did you tell me? Art makes you feel things. Art makes you feel things. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And so, I was just like, oh, I instantly, like, reposted to my story and I was like, this needs to be a tattoo. Um, and then more pictures came out, and a few days later, I was like, no, no, no. Seriously, like, a ta- how do we make this a tattoo, like, I'm crowdsourcing this, and, um, a friend of mine, uh, Stacey Colangelo, who has done a few tattoos for me, messaged me, and she was like, let's do it, I'm down, and I was like, fuck yeah, and Stacy does great tattoos, she's done, like, she did my pirate lady, which we've talked about before on this, on this, and she's done, like, a Ouija board planchette, and I really love her style, and she works at, like, a woman-owned tattoo shop, which I, like, strongly believe in, and I was just like, yeah. I would love to get this tattoo done by Stacy. So, once everybody's powers back, and once she came back to the city, we set up a date, and um, I got the te- I got uh, the alligator dumpster tattoo, and I got it front and center on my left thigh because I was like, I want people, I want to see this, and I want people to see this. That's a, and and oh, listeners, did they? <laughs> because
0: um, a few days later. Stays, Can I yeah. insert real quick? Yeah. Hang on. Before we get into all that. So I was with Kayleen when she got the tattoo. Not when she physically got the tattoo. But um, I was there. I was staying at her house. And then the next day we went to lunch. And because I hadn't thought like too much about it. I was like, okay. A tattoo, I'm, I, was just like, I get like, tattoos
1: all the time. So it's like.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then we were sitting at breakfast. And I just was like transfixed on it. And I was just like. Kayleen, I feel, I feel something. And, and I was like, I wasn't expecting this. I was like, this is really beautiful. Like, this is really beautiful. And she showed me a clip of Parks and Rec. Of somebody, like, experiencing emotions, seeing art. Yeah, when Tom Haverford
1: experiences art for the
0: first time. (laughs) And then it's funny, because it was quite the foreshadowing for the days, weeks, months yeah. to come of how people would experience. Yeah. Your so Stacy
1: posted a picture on her Instagram as tattoo artists often do, and it very quickly, like a uh, very quickly a few people tagged some local meme Instagram accounts, one of which reposted it, not just on the stories but in the feed, and that is kind of where everything kind of went off the rails um so as soon as i saw that it was posted this like meme shit posting instagram account i was like all right i'm gonna like keep an eye on this but at some point this is just gonna get shitty (laughs) like like i just know like this is just the general tone of this account like Mm -hmm. and you know there were some people automatically that were just like oh bold choice or like huh like not and then uh a lot of people who did get it, I would say that, like, in my experiences, this whole this whole thing, like, I'd say at least 90% of people are, like, super on board with the tattoo and think it's cool and totally get it. Um, but there were, uh, weirdly, a lot of, like, animal rights people who were upset that a dead animal was tattooed on my body. Um, and at some point, I just kind of disengaged. But... Uh, I started getting media inquiries.
0: Um. I, I had a feeling because it was right after the hurricane, and I'm friends, we're friends with somebody who used to be a news producer, and, and she would talk to us about this process of like needing a feel-good story. And when I saw it go viral, I was like, oh, uh-oh, because it's just like, this. it's so New Orleans, it's so feel-good, you know? Um, iconography, if yeah. you will. So... The 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 water was the right
1: yes. temperature. Yes. Uh, so I um am, yeah I I'm kind of I was like I'm kind of I try to check out once it starts to like pick up steam and like some of the like I'm just like this is starting to bug me and I'm just not gonna pay attention to it. Um I got an inquiry from a local TV station and uh kind of go back and forth on whether I want to do it or not. And honestly, like yes, okay, I got a tattoo people get tattoos for attention. Like I didn't get it for that level of attention, you know, like yeah. um, at, the, at the heart of it, it was still just like something that was like very personal to me. It wasn't something that I was expecting to be like a sensation. I was expecting it to be a thing where it's like people would see it and they'd be like, Oh, well, if you know, you know, like, and have that level mm-hmm. of recognition, not like have it be a topic of conversation amongst many many strangers um but i did wind up so there's a local journalist who does um i think a lot of lifestyle pieces for the for the times picayune uh here and a lot of entertainment pieces and apparently he was so enraptured by the tattoo he posted a And he's like an older guy. He's like boomer, a good boomer, but he's a boomer. And he had written some, uh, I found on his Instagram page, he had written a note that was like, are you the person with the gator tattoo? Please email or call me. And like, so he called the tattoo shop. While my friend was getting wait ha, wait where was the note at? He posted a picture of the note to his own Instagram feed. I didn't see this till oh, wow. I did not see it till after we actually had the interview. But he went oh, to those wow. lengths. Um, he was like posting comments in uh, on the on the meme account, trying to figure out who I was and who the tattoo artist was. Someone gave him the tattoo artist contact info. He called the tattoo shop and talked to my artist. Literally while she was giving a tattoo to one of my good friends. Yeah. So (laughs) um and I was like not down I was like not feeling it, but then when Stacy, my artist, was like she seemed super jazzed about it. And so that's when I was like, Okay, I'll do the interview. Like she I want her to get work. Um she seems really into it. I consulted my pendulum. Anna was all for yep. it for the beginning. Yep. Um, I consulted the pendulum; it told oh, me to, yeah. it told me to do the the newspaper, but not the 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 TV. So that's what I did. And we um, mm-hmm. he interviewed me over the phone, and then I went over to the tattoo shop, and we took some pictures. And um, I was under the impression that it was just going to be an online article. So it went online. And it went viral locally again. Um, And it went on, it was on Facebook um and i pretty much immediately stopped reading the comments on that because uh folks you know you look you see the our cover, uh, it's <laughs> facebook but also like you know see our cover image i am a fat queer woman um and there were some very 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 unkind uh comments uh over this thing that is about my body essentially like a piece of art on my mm-hmm. body Um, So I, just for my own, like, self-preservation, noped out. Because it just, like, I don't really give a shit at what people think about my body, but just kind of, like, continually being reminded that there are people who are, like... Uh, whose lives are so ruled by like fat phobia just really bums me out um, so that happened and then it went into print and it was the front page of the, the front page above the fold of the lifestyle section um, which is when people started emailing me at my work email about it and then uh, it went on Instagram again a week later it just like it would not die like this is all taking place over the course of like three or four <laughs> like, and folks at this point This has been mentioned... This has gone national. Um, This has been mentioned on Newsweek. So I guess it's kind of international. Like, it is, Mm -hmm. like, a micro-viral, very local viral story, but it is, like, still reached upper level. Like, it is... It's really... It's been a very interesting experience. Um, And there were times where it was, like, really bumming me out, but as Anna would explain... It would uh, remind me that uh, even the haters make you famous... Uh, and they make you more yeah. powerful. So, uh, it's complicated because, like, um, I love my tattoo. And I still really, I still, I, like, there have been, a, the thing that I wanted to happen has been happening, which is being out, like, at a bar and having somebody come up to me and be like, has yeah, it. it happened on Halloween, where, like, this very nice. sweet, I was, like, in full costume, and a girl came up to me and she was like, hey, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you, but, um are you the girl that got the gator dumpster tattoo? And it was like... Oh, my God. It was so... It was like, that is like, yeah, cool. I love that. And like... I mean, there was a guy at another bar like a few weeks ago that was like, hey, I didn't want to bother you while you, as I was leaving, He's like, I didn't want to bother you while you were having a drink with your friends, but like, I go to Stacy too and I think that tattoo's awesome. And like, a guy while I was on a walk in my neighborhood was like, hey, I think you're famous like from his porch. Like, that's the kind of shit that's cool. The like, fucking, uh, miserable, fat phobic, body shaming assholes on the internet can go suck a dick. Um, And that sucks. But um, the people who get it, get it. And that's cool. Um, So it's been complicated. I think in general, like, um, it's the, like, uh, the biggest hurdle for me was getting over the, like, I do not wish to be perceived instinct of, like, oh, I did this thing. I didn't know that I would be getting attention from strangers about it, which is honestly, like, the Mm -hmm. same thing that happened to me when we launched this podcast. Of, like, that initial wave when we put out the first episode of me being, like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. People I know are going to, like, listen to me Listening. talk. And hear my yeah. opinions about things. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, it's been a very interesting experience. Uh, really surprised. Um, I actually, as we were prepping for this episode between like when we conceived it, like in the hours between when we conceived of it and when we met to record, uh, the woman who owns uh, dumpster diva, uh, asked me, uh, on, tagged me in a post on Facebook and asked me if I would help judge her gator dumpster costume contest.
0: Okay. Yes. Because this is like, I feel like Kayleen's tattoo sparked a movement and I just see a bunch of people dressing up at this dumpster gator. Yeah. Outfit, And I wonder if it wouldn't have happened with your tattoo going viral. I feel viral. like the picture um, itself had
1: quite an impact on the community. I don't know if it would have happened to the extent, but I, I mm-hmm. feel like the tattoo definitely added some fuel to the fire.
0: Yeah, because with the with the virality of the tattoo, the I feel like the um, dumpster diva, uh-huh. is that correct, yeah. the name, uh, kind of took with it and ran with it as a, as a good business yeah. owner does. And started hosting costume. Contests yeah, she did like a, so, ha- a Halloween it costume contest. A moment, she, making it a whole. moment. She got a, like a local yeah.
1: artist made a sticker, made like a drawing of it, and she turned it into a sticker. And like so, like there's a dumpster gator sticker. Um, yeah, it's like a very much a. I feel like it's like it's an image that I think will be tied to the Hurricane Ida experience for a lot of people here. And that's, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, what I wanted to do is, like, I knew that I had gone through something really intense and really, like, literally, like, like I said, like, that I did not, I, I came out of those, like, ten days from the storm to, like, when I got power back. I was a different, I like, I was a different person. And I felt like it needed to be commemorated. And so I, mm-hmm. I'm i a person that, like, I, I like tattoos, Um, And I am a tattoo culture person. And so that was my first instinct was to like Mm. literally get a memorial and a commemoration of this thing that I just experienced on my body. And that's art. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, like people have emotional reactions to art and having that reminder, like people will react, have emotional reactions. And I can't control what those reactions are. And off more a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time someone's reaction to this has nothing to do with me and everything to do Mm -hmm. with them and their experiences.
0: Because a lot of times, um, unless if, you know, I I don't want to say this about all viral experiences because I feel like there are these kind of like dangerous viral experiences where people die. Yeah. You know, Um, but a lot of times like in this accidental virality, if you will, it comes from people being very raw, vulnerable and like following their instincts and and people are attracted to that. And they're like, "Oh, that's weird, that's different." And you're just like, "Yeah, like it is." Yeah. <laughs> it's it's refreshing almost, you know? I think part of it is like when you let yourself get pretty open with what you want and how you want to express yourself, people are going to be attracted to it. Sometimes But sometimes, I mean, I know I've put out a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, this is great. But then nothing. Crickets. You never know what's going to land. It's hit or. Mm hmm. Yeah. So um, this is my little brush with virality. And I I tell us us the ways in
1: which you're being perceived.
0: I'm in the weeds with it right now. Um, So about a week ago, I decided I wanted to post regularly on TikTok. Um I was like I want to grow my TikTok account. This is what something I want to do. And I just like saw the videos that were like post 3 to 5 videos a day. Don't think about it, just post and and see what happens. And you know, the first few days I was doing it and I wasn't getting anything and I mean, you know, here and there, but no, no like not the engagement or reactions that, you know, I was looking for to build. So Uh, So it's just kind of funny that this happened after the quantum leap episode. We recorded that and then I took a quantum leap course and I've just been having multiple signals of like, it's time for your kundalini to like fully awaken. I think it started to awaken. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. I think it started to awaken when I was living with Kayleen in March 2020. Yeah, we, 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 April, would, have, I, we would have
1: conversations with Kundalini because it's something that I've dabbled in in the past. Mm-hmm. I've just never been
0: able to stick and to like, the 4
1: a.m. wake-up call.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I think it can be a slippery slope. Ugh. Slippery slope. And I feel like I've... Uh, anyway, um, just some context. I feel like it started to open there where I just felt extreme sexual and life force and physical energy. So I was working out a lot. I was masturbating a lot. I was like, what is going on? And then maybe like a year later, I was like, oh shit, I think that's what that was. And so come back to like that realization. I was like, okay, I need to like harness this energy, blah, blah, blah. So a few days ago, doing some of like my ritual stuff and it's just like the Shiva Lingam. Which is kundalini energy, essentially. That's what that rock does. And then just being like all of these different signs, dreams of snakes biting me, dreams of the Shiva Lingam. Literally, the night before this experience happened, I had, I heard in my dream, it is time for your kundalini to wake up. I had a dream about this course that I took. That it was like you need to take this. Like I, it, it just feels like science fiction. I feel like the way <laughs> I uh, operate in my life. So I'm like, okay, so I, I I'm doing my ritual and it's like, open this book, open a book and it opens to chapter three chapter three the first sentence is talking about your Kundalini waking up. and I was like, okay, fuck, here we are. here we are, you know um, so here we go baby I do this course and and the, she does not present anything about Kundalini in this course, which which I which I get um. I get why that's a problem because it's also kind of like the, um, A, people need to be prepared for what they're about to experience um, because it's dramatic shifts and it's this practice that have been done for thousands of years. And B, like, don't take other people's shit and not give credit where credit is due. Um, But regardless of the appropriateness of it, I had an extremely spiritual experience and I left my body and it I just I just felt like I was at one with God. Um it was really intense and powerful and yeah, it was it it happened. Um so I came back to my body and in the guided meditation it was like what messages are you receiving and I was like bitch I can't receive shit right now I was like I'm a puddle I can't think how, how am I supposed to I just think? had a divine experience I, <laughs> yeah I was just like I can't think right now yeah. I can't receive anything right now like I I'm not in receiving mode I'm just in like I'm yeah, being you're, try- yeah, That's you're it. trying I'm to being. figure out how to be a human again yeah but I got two things that was just bizarre one was you need to reach out to your friend uh, who is studying this stuff, reach out to her for spiritual counsel. See if she will help you. Okay. And the second thing, I just, I, you can't even make it up. It was like, make a TikTok about this. I was like, bitch, what? What, is like, God, that's absolute... what does God have to do with my TikToks? Because <laughs> I was like, I don't really, I wasn't really like posting a ton of stuff that was very like, spiritual awakening kundalini awakening because it's just like i don't feel like i'm an authority on that and and um so i did it i posted this this video it's just me dancing pretty much describing the story i just told you in a 60 second clip because that's tiktok and it's i've doubled my followers in like two or three days i have thousands of views And it's not even the views that's crazy. It's the views with the amount of people that like it, that see it, and then the interaction. It's the people that are like literally saying they have identical experiences. It's the people that are saying they have the same dreams. And then it's also the people seeking guidance. Um, People asking for advice of their Kundalini awakening And people study this. This is what monks do. You know, they shave their heads and they fucking don't talk to people and they meditate and they eat Brussels sprouts for their whole life. I do not have authority to speak on Kundalini. I I just had this experience and I'm in tune enough with my body to know and, and I receive messages through, you know, I've just been working on this skill. I've been working on that skill. But the actual modality of getting there... I don't know, and I feel like something really weird is happening <laughs> in the comment section. Like today, somebody like commented, I just had a dream that I was bit by a snake, and then I saw this video, and that's how the video opens, about me having dreams about getting bit by snakes. And I'm just like, okay, something is happening here. And then like another person was like, every single video you've made I could have made myself and it's just like I've never had a unique experience um so it's very like interesting and vulnerable to be kind of going through this process because I think when something gains online attraction I don't think there's ever a video that you're like cool yeah that one it's always something a little embarrassing yeah
1: we're like oh um, I feel a little uh, out in the open here huh
0: yeah. It's
1: a little raw. Yeah. Um, a little too seen.
0: Um, yeah. So it's just been an interesting thing to go through. And and it's something... Uh, so I, I did contact my friend for, like, spiritual counsel, which is something I've been looking for for, honestly, years at this point. Uh, Kayleen knows. Um, but I found her, and we were kind of talking about the aftercare aspect of it, how it doesn't exist, how we did have churches in mosques and temples where people would have these divine experiences, but then would have a support of a community afterwards. But now people are going through it alone and looking to connect on TikTok. And that is wild. I, I feel like churches really dropped the ball like everybody's, I feel like so many people are going through a very great spiritual awakening and nobody's doing it in church because the church just decided to be filled with hate. So we found these other modalities that are more loving, you know? So I just, it's, it's ironic. Um, so I'm figuring that all out. So I feel like I went through quite the quantum leap with that experience, and then with the reaction on TikTok, um, and it's still growing, and it, and you're just like, God, how how am it, how big is it gonna get? You know, because I feel like so many people get so many of their followers from one video. Well, and I mean,
1: you named yourself the fake guru this year, so maybe it's really putting that to the test of trying to give you a following yeah. and see. <laughs>
0: You know? Yeah. I'm just like, y'all, it's fake. If it's <laughs> fake. But that's, fake that's, is the key word here, guys. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When I came back to my body, it's really strange that I named my business this because that's the only thing I could think. When I came back to my body from this, like, divine universe thing, everything felt fake. I was like, how? And it's, it wasn't even... I can't even explain it because you can say, oh, yeah, it's fake. We're in a simulation. But then when you feel it in your heart, it's confusing as fuck. It's so confusing. You're like, how am I supposed to do anything right now? Yeah, (laughs) what am I
1: doing here?
0: Yeah. Okay, it's fake. Why did you send me back? (laughs) I know. I'm supposed to brush my teeth? What? Like... Okay. Yeah, so, they didn't really
1: dive into Neo's existential crisis in The Matrix enough for me, like.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I was not
1: prepared.
0: Yeah. So, um yeah, it's just like weird timing and just also I feel like it's another um I don't want to be like but like I wanted to grow my TikTok for business reasons. And then I literally got this message through a meditation saying to do this and then it happened. And I feel like this is just something that we were talking about last episode to like literally and meditate quantumly future self dive in and see what you get because you're going to get stuff that's going to shake you up. But the thing is you have to do it. If you ask for a message and you receive it, you have to do it. Like.
1: <laughs> and I feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like one of your goals, like just as someone, you know, who talks about you with your business goals and is like... You've had uh, growing your TikTok on the list for a while, and it's something that, like, mm-hmm. falls off, and then you reprioritize and falls off, and you reprioritize it. And then this is, like, kind of an example of, like, when it's the right time, it's the right time. And when it, like, mm-hmm. all clicks, it's going to flow. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, mm-hmm. I think for a while you were trying to, like, force it into happening and, like, mm-hmm. force yourself to post a certain time amount of times a day and, like, Uh, And it just never really felt right or natural, but now it's, like, with your environmental changes and, like, what you're going through, like, with your spirituality and, like, all everything seems to be flowing in a way. And it's, like, that's, like, going with the flow is, can be so much more rewarding than trying to, like, force something. It's easier.
0: It's easier. Than to force something
1: just because you think you should be doing it.
0: And one thing in my, I do in my crown opening chakra meditation, which I got energy work done and they said the same thing. They said they saw the funnel. You got the crown. You got a big old funnel, girl. So that's one thing that in this meditation that I do, they say it's going to be quicker and it's going to be easier. And that's something that I just love to remind myself that it's going to be fast and it's going to be easy. Because what, and and you're going to have peace of mind the whole time. And like, that's just, I feel like I've had a very gentle reward, but I feel like it's starting to pick up traction. So we'll see if I'll get anything. But honestly, it's it's really beautiful. Like people are saying they're crying watching my video, um, that they're getting goosebumps. People are just telling me like a lot of encouragement, support, telling me that they love me. and it's just, like, it's very beautiful um, because people don't have to do that, you know? <laughs> um, but it, Yeah, it's it means cool that you're that getting in front of the right audience can, for you. And that they can feel the energy that I'm putting out there, which is nice. Because I can see something, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. But I don't know how that translates. So just to see other people are picking up what I'm throwing mm-hmm. down, I just... It's 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 cool, um, and I was like, we'll talk next episode. But no, we're gonna take a break. So yeah, who knows how many shifts, how many different personalities we're gonna try on before next season. Yeah, we're gonna take a little um, bit of a
1: break and probably um, come back to you around the winter solstice to follow in the in the pattern of the last. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we yeah, so we'll probably see y'all um, in about a month or so. But we're going to take a little bit of a mm-hmm. break. Uh, we're going to do Thanksgiving together. Maybe we'll uh, record an in-person ep together. The bonus epi. Yeah. Get my brother to guest star on it.
0: Oh, my God, please. He's a queer, but he's
1: not an entrepreneur.
0: But he's so okay. funny. All right. And I love him. <laughs> All right. Jesus George. Jesus George on Twitter, everybody.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we can go into. Yeah, bro let's book do it. Review, yeah? Tell me. Tell me about the book. Bro book reviews. I read a bro book every week so you don't have to.
0: Okay. So we're going to do Just Fucking Do It by Nora Hibbert. So it's. Kind of like in the lines, so she described herself. She said she wanted to be the British Jen Sincero okay. of uh, You Are a Badass. So it's just a whole mindset thing, a uh, book. I don't know if this one super landed for me. It's, like, nice to listen to, um, but I don't think it was anything that I haven't. But I think also in this process, I've kind of been beelining on this like fucking mindset manifestation shit. I'm like, no, let me in, let me in. I want in, I want that delusion. You know, like, (laughs) let me make it happen. Um, So that's kind of like how I landed on this book. Um, And this is pretty much just like manifestation uh, and mindset. Is it like Mel robbins Like five second rule? Not as good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she really introduces any sort of like modalities, like new modalities or anything like that. Yeah. She's just like kind of humorous and not so serious, which is nice because sometimes these people in this space, it's just like, God, how do you take yourself so seriously? You like, like, come on, like, it's not that serious, like, get over yourself. Um, yeah. You know, but she's, she's, um, you know, She's just somebody who did it, who was just like, oh, I want to be a writer. And then I did it, and, like, that was her thing. And then, like, I think she's, like, a mindset coach and stuff like that. So I, it's palatable, and it's it, she has a really nice, fun uh, British accent if you listen to it on an audiobook. Um, it's very peppy, and it's, like, it's not it's, – it's kind of compelling, but just for me, it, it wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that life-changing, but um, – it's a nice palette cleanser I feel like so or or if somebody isn't
1: super into personal development books maybe they haven't
0: maybe they haven't read yeah. you are a
1: badass or five second you know five second rule or anything like that um, yeah
0: she's not gonna fuck you up with language or anything like that
1: yeah it, yeah it's nice to have something that's like a light in tone but has good messages so
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so this is a good one for that um yeah, so that's it for the episode. So we will get back to you. We're going to have a nice little break, little holiday break. Mm-hmm. Um, get back to you around the solstice. Yeah. Um, and yeah.
1: Do Thank we, do we so have any for, for next season?
0: I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll, I don't, we'll don't do even do it. want to try. You're going to get a podcast. You're I gonna, know it's
1: going to happen. We're going to show up. And we're going to record some yeah. episodes. And that's about as much yeah. as I'm willing to try to predict.
0: Yeah. Which, quite frankly, so proud of us for yeah. making it to sixteen the end episodes of season two. 16. 16 episodes. That's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. Um, but I've, I've, it's been a pleasure. I absolutely love it. This yep. is one of like the best parts of my week. And thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, you can find us at
1: podcast on Instagram You can uh, or com. You can um, find links to our Ko-Fi uh, if you want to throw us some coin. And honestly, like one of the best things you could do is to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah spread spread the, spread the podcast right.
0: love yeah if you want to join my accidental cult and that is not that accidental i've been waiting for this i've been waiting for this You've been de- i'm not you're destined. a gentle cult no. i'm not a gentle cult leader though yeah. so just letting you know i'm going to be one of the nutty ones you're going to have no so excuses. many wives <laughs> uh, and the thing I keep noticing, I'm saying, like, after this whole experience, I'm just like, you have to kill your old self. You have to kill yourself. And then you have to okay. kill yourself again. And then you have to kill okay, yourself. Charlie. And then, and then you, and then you can be reborn. And I was like, oh, man, maybe that language isn't the most Yeah. Kosher-y. All right. Um, well,
1: we'll, 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 exa- we'll read we'll re-examine your like, messaging. I
0: had to, what is it? Nine of swords, ten of swords, every day, tower for like two months. Yeah. And then the, the tower shit I went through. I was like, god yeah, damn it. Yeah, you were la- <laughs> you
1: were la- I got I pulled the tower twice in one week and then got the death card and and Anna was very amused. I was yeah. not. I was, I was like, I'm like, mm. too busy
0: for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too busy for these yeah. cards. Anyway. anyway, to join into the uh, Chaos Cult. Um yeah. fakeguru.me for my website. Um I actually started blogging. So that's cool. 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 And there's also a meditation live there uh, for like the future casting stuff. And then um, also on Instagram, the.fakeguru. And TikTok is thefake.guru. Yeah. You'll find it. Uh, Thank you so much. It's really been quite the pleasure, darling. Indeed. We'll talk to you next time. Have a good day.